Hello, hello, and welcome along to The Nerd Degree. It's Brendan here. I'd like to introduce our special guest host for this episode. It's Jeff Clark, stand-up comedian, improviser, and supreme comic book nerd, a skill which he is bringing to bear in today's episode. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the nerds! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Nerd Degree, the show that is to nerd trivia what red kryptonite is to Superman. Often unpredictable, but always entertaining. <laughs> I'm Jeff Clark, I'll be your host, and tonight we're doing a comic-themed episode called Mock Heroics. We're going to look at the world of superheroes, of superhero movies, and of comics, because we're timely like that. We have two teams ready to go head-to-head in a veritable uh, clash of titans. It's a crossover event, uh, one to be marvelled at. They don't get any better. (laughs) But we have two super teams assembled for you. On my right, we have... Uh, I'm Dan Bain. Uh, If I had a superpower, it would probably be uh, the ability to estimate exactly how much paper needs to go into the printer. (laughs) My superhero name, of course, would be The Reamer. (laughs) Very nice. Um, my name is Brendan Bennett, and my superpower is being able to pay slightly more so that you get change that's like a round number. So if it's like if it's like nine twenty, you pay ten twenty, and you get a dollar back. It's so much more convenient, so much less weight in your wallet. And um, <laughs> that's a good, uh, an obscure superpower, but a good one nonetheless. <laughs> like it's a handy tip for everyone. People mm. should do it more. And what uh, would your uh, what would your name the be? Change maker. <laughs> change maker. Good. Um, I'm Karen Healy. My uh, secret identity is Bad Cat, and I have the uncanny ability to catch things that I myself have previously knocked off a shelf. And we are the New Warriors. Uh, no, the New Warriors. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the New Warriors. I think that I think that pun is too subtle in the Kiwi accent. Yeah, I know. It doesn't work, does it? I, for one, am always opposed to a subtle pun. Uh, On my left, we have another equally awesome team of superheroes. Yes, uh, my name is Cav P, and my superhero name is the Pied Piper because of my uncanny and unwanted ability to uh, have children love me and follow me around everywhere, (laughs) even though I hate them. (laughs) Uh, my name is Matt Powell, uh, and I have X-ray vision uh, that allows me to see through privilege and dismantle it in 140 characters or less. <laughs> I am white guilt. <laughs> my, my name is Derek Flores. I'm the muscle of the group. I am PA, PA Baracus, passive-aggressive Baracus. I can make people do things passive-aggressively, if, if you don't mind. <laughs> I pity the fool if that you're okay with that. <laughs> and together we are the Social Justice League. Excellent, the Social Justice League. <laughs> Wonderful, and of course, providing the uh, little yellow boxes in the corner of every panel, we have our voiceover artist, Mr. Andrew Todd. How's it going, Andrew? Good evening, Jeffrey. It's going very well. Fantastic. <laughs> Andrew will be checking the facts and tallying the scores and, of course, doing the important job of announcing our sponsors. And so for our first round, the Nerdly News, who is our sponsor? 
Looking for a place where you can raise your lab-produced children under the warmth of a red sun? Come to Krypton! Buy one of our super custom-grown houses for your nuclear family today! Krypton Real Estate. It's a boom market. (laughs) Excellent. There have been many things happening happening in nerdly news, and the first one is... Why may the US not need super soldiers if DARPA's latest, ex- latest experiment works? Uh, was, it, uh, was it DARPA this week that um, got teleportation? No, warp drives. Warp drives. What? Warp drives. Warp drives. Really? They, uh, they, got a, like, they managed to transport like single atoms uh, using a, a warp drive style of... Uh, technology. Really? So, so you're suggesting they won't need super soldiers because they can just run away really fast. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Run, run around behind them and then punch them in the back of the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, no, that's not what I have, actually. That's, oh. that's, that's really interesting, but uh, not what I have. I'll, ask, I'll hand it over to the uh, new warriors. Why do you think the US might not need super soldiers? What's DARPA been working on? Yes. I just wanted everyone to know that we have bells. Oh, yes. Well. Good, good. For starters, that's not my answer. Oh, okay. Uh, it's homing bullets. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. DARPA have uh, developed uh, the D- Defence Advanced Research Projects Agency. They really didn't think of their acronym when they were naming themselves DARPA. It's not as intimidating as AIM or SHIELD. Um, they have, they're developing Extreme Accuracy Tasked Ordnance, or EXACTO, which is a 50 caliber <laughs> bullet that self-adjusts its trajectory mid-flight to hit its target, greatly increasing accuracy on moving targets up to 1.2 miles away. In a field try... Trial. They had a fully trained sniper take shots at a t- moving target and a completely inexperienced shooter, and they had the same level of success. So, when the robots do finally rise against us, at least we've made it easy for them. <laughs> wonderful. The points go to the new warriors. Well done. Mm. Yes. Yes, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Silver is bad for werewolves, but what famous monster could it help create? <laughs> uh. Like a, a gold miner with, uh, um, who has low self-esteem. Uh, Louis XIV. Mm-hmm. A guy who likes spoons. Lone Ranger. No, no, I'll, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's uh, one of the most successful comic book series and TV series currently going on. Quicksilver. No. Because it's got silver in it. Aye. And it's a superhero. Aye. How can that be the wrong answer? I would like to point uh. out that Quicksilver is actually Mercury. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is it something to do Is it something to do with pirates? No, no, it's not. This was this was this is an obscure one because it was just announced. Uh, zombies. Silver has been uh, long been hailed as an exceptional microbial agent, and recent studies at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem have shown that bacteria that absorb silver not only die, but then start killing their neighbours in a zombie-like massacre. The bacteria corpses soak up the silver and are then attracted to the more attractive, i.e. living bacteria, as new potential sponges. The technical language is that the study strongly indicates that not only does silver persist within the dead cells, but that it is an available source for further biocidal activity on viable cells. But we all know what they really mean. Zombies. And possibly werewolf zombies. (laughs) Which cool character just came out of the closet? Oh, Iceman. Oh. Very badly. Yes. Um, Brian Michael Bendis. 
uh, wrote a story that is sorry, dang. Um, that <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that is set where the X Men characters sort of are their younger selves, and younger Jean Grey, who is telepathic, looked directly into younger Iceman's mind and told him that he was gay because she can see his thoughts. And then he argued that maybe he was bi, whereupon she said, They say everyone is, but I think you're full gay. Wow. Yes. Wow. The and then Bobby Drake pro- uh, proceeded to give her the cold shoulder. Mm, absolutely. So how, did, how was he not aware of that himself? Was he just too frigid or something? <laughs> so Sorry. we're Sorry, saying that Bobby. Jean Grey's power is just a really good gaydar. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Yeah, no, obviously, uh, Karen's absolutely right. Um, some homophobic X-Men fans who uh, obviously lo- lack any real sense of irony or authorial intent have already challenged the storyline, pointing to the older Bobby's numerous relationships with women. His previous relationships with women include Rogue, who he could never touch, <laughs> Kitty Pride, who can turn intangible and now lives in space, which is way further away than Canada, and Cloud, who was a character who had the power to change genders at will. <laughs> Sure, guys, a character being gay is much less believable than his ability to turn into living ice. (laughs) How could Marv Wolfman and George Perez's iconic 80s comic book crossover help teenage girls around the world deal with their own personal crisis? Something to do with menses or... No? Not quite. Okay. um... So you're talking about crisis on infinite earth. I am. So uh, how is that going to help... Girls, well, because um, heartbroken teenage girls, oh, heartbroken oh. because there's a there's multiple a, parallel universes. Yeah, there's a universe where, where you do get the boy. Yeah, you're like, that you're like yes, <laughs> more specifically. Specific oh, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I think I know. Oh wait, word. yes, I know now. <laughs> I'm afraid she dung yes. the dunger. Um, I can't recall which physicist it is, but a a, a famous quantum physicist. Hawking? Yes. Yes, it was Hawking. Um, reassured One Direction fans that because there are multiverses, oh. there is a multiverse where Zayn Malik has never left One Direction. And there's probably one where you are married to him. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. In a recent Q&A event with Stephen Hawking appearing live via hologram at the Sydney Opera House. With Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Uh, he was asked by an audience member, what do you think the cosmological effect is of Zane leaving One Direction and consequently breaking the hearts of millions of teenage girls? Hawking replied, finally, a question on something important <laughs> in his traditional deadpan style and proceeded to give the answer that Karen has outlined. Fan, One Direction fans agreed it was the most perfect answer possible. So, uh, of course, for those who don't know the famous comic book storyline, Crisis on Infinite Earths was a massive shake-up for the DC multiverse where a being called the Anti-Monitor destroyed countless alternate realities in a quest to feed on antimatter. We can only hope that he starts with Earth 1D first. That's the end of the Nerdly News! All right, Andrew, a quick check of the uh, totals, please. How are our teams doing? Pow! Thwack! The Social Justice League are on five points, while the New Warriors are on a mighty 15 points. Goodness me. Right, well, that brings us to the next round, which is a two-part round. The first part of the second round is called Hero, Villain, or Fake. It's basically the bluff round. And the bluff round is brought to us by... Who's our sponsor, Andrew? Is your superhero movie lacking a certain something? 
Do you want to keep audiences happy anyway? MacGuffin's scriptwriting services will handle your narrative flaws with a flashy object to drive the plot. You can even use it for multiple movies. Remember, everything's marvelous with a MacGuffin. <laughs> yes, roll for initiative. Who's going to go first? Uh, we got nine. Four. Four. Anybody All right. I'll give you... Who wins one of those? (laughs) Yes, I'll give you the choice, Social Justice League. You can either go hero, villain, or fake, or comic character, comic creator, or complete creation. We're a hero, villain, or fake. Hero, villain, or fake. Fabulous. I have just handed the Social Justice League a piece of paper with a list of obscure superheroes or supervillains. They will read out the name or make up a name. The role of the New Warriors is to guess... If that is a superhero, a supervillain, or if it's one that they've just made up. If they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, they get no points. If the Social Justice League manage to get a fake one past them, then the Social Justice League get a point. Understand it? Yes. I don't. Let's do it anyway. As easy to understand as continuity. Absolutely. Vincent Price. Well, he's an actual actual person. No, 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 but he's got to be one of these. He's got to be either a hero, a villain, or a fake. In in comic books. In in comic books. These are comic book characters. Yes. Yes. I think he's a. I think ironically, he's a hero. I'm going to go with that because it sounds funny. He's a fake. He's a fake. He's just a just a dude. Just a guy. Just a guy. Just just a a name that they made up. Well, well, making it up would be an exaggeration. Yes. I think. That they took from a completely different medium. Yeah. Lady Satan. That's good. Hero? (laughs) Villain. Villain. Oh, villain. Wow. Lady Satan's a hero. Lady Satan is. (laughs) She's a public domain superhero who appeared in the 1940s. She used her power of the mystic arts to fight crime. But what she considers a crime is goodness, right? <laughs> was she pre-Comics Code? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was indirectly responsible for the Comics Code. Mm. Okay, next up is Crazy Quilt. Crazy Quilt. Crazy Quilt? Dan, you've been very quiet. <laughs> well, that's because this all seems like bullshit. <laughs> fake. Uh, fake. Dan says fake. Yeah. No, Crazy Quilt is a uh, Batman villain who recently appeared in the animated series Batman Brave and the Bold. And proving my point. (laughs) (laughs) She'll leave you in stitches. Mm. Actually, it was a good... I bet that's an actual line. (laughs) (laughs) He'll leave you in stitches. Mm. Okay, next one. Oh, this one is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen this one. Uh, (laughs) She's nuts. Um, squirrel Girl. Oh, 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 oh hero, oh, hero. hero. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> correct. Squirrel Girl is a superhero from Marvel Comics and one of the few heroes who actually beat Dr. Doom. And Galactus. And Galactus. <laughs> really Her powers series. are pretty much what you would expect. She can talk to squirrels and she has a tail. <laughs> and she's a really good babysitter. Mm. That, those weren't the powers I was thinking of. Right. <laughs> the dog welder. <laughs> Please tell me that's fake. Fake. It's got to be fake. He's a real hero. <laughs> He's a real Wait, superhero. Is it, is it, I, I will give you a point if you can guess 
what his method of fighting crime was. Okay, <laughs> does he does he wield dogs or does he weld dogs? Welder. Okay, like, he makes like a giant robot Like a dog. Voltron dog. Vol- yeah, like out of dogs by <laughs> sticking them together. Just like even, even, dogs. even less high tech than that. He staples dogs together. <laughs> Just balances dogs. Them. Oh, he like ties them to himself to make a kind of a suit. Or he could attach them to... His dick. <laughs> Just any I'm dis- sorry, I tried. The dog welder fought crime by welding dogs to people. He caught, cr- he caught criminals and welded dogs uh, to their bodies. Try and get away now. <laughs> Both solving crime and the growing homeless dog problem. Weld them. Like... <laughs> you welded them to people. Wouldn't he kill the dog to have a torch on? Not the way he did it. <laughs> How did he do it? I'm not sure. <laughs> he just welded it. It happened in between panels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. The dog will. Next up? We, yes, next one. Infectious lass. This, this, I think that's a real one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hero or villain? Uh, I, I think a hero. Hero. Correct, that is a hero. She was a member of the uh, Legion of Superheroes. Oh. <laughs> Larietta. Oh, um, she... She's, and she uses a, a lasso? Yes. Villain? Yes. Villain. Oh, well, she's not on my list. She's fake. She is fake. <laughs> is she fake? Andrew, Google Larietta. We'll put that on the pending file. If she's real, I'm good. I've written down Larietta with a question mark. Andrew will get back to us. Let's continue. I'm getting a lot of social media pages. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's where I've seen it. (laughs) The Chewy (laughs) Centre. Fake. Come on. Absolutely fake. Yes. (laughs) Right, two more. Okay, Stiltman. Oh, he is a villain. Correct. A Spider-Man supervillain whose power is mechanical (laughs) extending stilts. And the final one. Nibs. <laughs> is, that, is that someone's butler? <laughs> no, but it sounds, it sounds like... like... Come in, Nibs! <laughs> uh, I think it's... Fake. Fake, fake correct. Yeah. That was fake. Excellent. Right, so that was two correct ones. Have we had any luck on Larietta? I'm pretty convinced Larietta is just the name that a lot of random people have. All right. <laughs> So that was a fake one. Well done. Good, good, good. Right, now we hand over to the new warriors with comic creator, comic character, or complete creation. Mm. They have alliterative... I've given them a list of alliterative names. They will read out the alliterative names, and the other team must guess if that is a comic character, a comic book creator, someone involved in the creative process of comic books, or just a fake alliterative name that they have created. Take it away, new warriors. Heather Hudson. Yeah, uh, she's she's real. She's a character. She's uh, Captain Guardian on Alpha Planet. Yes. Not Alpha Planet, yes. Alpha Flight. Yes, Guardian. She is a con- <laughs> member of a Canadian a team Canadian of superheroes. <laughs> the only one I can get! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next one. Cameron Cardigan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say comic creator. Oh, yeah, I was, I was thinking comic creator too. It's a complete creation. It's <gasps> one that they just sneak oh, snuck oh, past good you. Good well done. Uh, Lance Launceston. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Out of Tasmania. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reading that one as well. <laughs> Lance Launceston, who works out of Tasmania. Uh, 
Defending yeah. the tigers. Make, making making they're, they're, comics. It's not doing very well. Doing, uh, making com- yeah, making doing, comics. Doing about out for comics. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, that's a creator. Yeah. No, it's a complete fake. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Next one. Um, Javier Hernandez. Yes. Uh, creator. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Javier Hernandez is the creator of El Muerto, the Aztec zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have not read, but really want to now. <laughs> I have read that. Excellent. Next one. Uh, Melanie Morgan. Creation. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Incorrect. She's a creator. She was a long-time writer for Archie Comics, including Betty and Veronica and Jughead. Let me just make one up. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Kessel. Uh, he's a runner. <laughs> he created the rest of Kessler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the Sabo's character? Kessler. Kessler? Kessel. 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 That's it. Kessel. He sounds like an old timey kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like. A, well, that, that's like the thing, like, because we, cause we know that George Lucas rips his names off real things that exist. Yeah. Uh, so the Kessel run is probably actually. Named after a name you saw in the paper or or on a bookshelf somewhere. So let's say let's, let's say creator. 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 Correct. Ah, yes. Your your logical process is probably severely flawed because he created Superboy in the nineteen nineties. <laughs> it still worked. You can't. Yeah, it right. did work. It did work. All right. Next one. Uh, Sarah Sullivan. Sarah, a woman in comics. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fake to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sad but true. Yes, that one was fake. That one was fake. <laughs> Ronnie Raymond. Ah, oh, he sounds like one of those psychic boys. Like, <laughs> hey, Ronnie Raymond. Hey, Ronnie Raymond. <laughs> like, uh, like the sidekick like, to like, like Rainbow Boy. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah. Let's like, say, like maybe there's Rainbow Man and he's Potter, Potter Gold or something. Like that. <laughs> but Ronnie is a good name for a sidekick, so I think he's a he's a yeah, yeah. he's a character. He's a character. He's a character. He is a comic book character. Do you know what what uh, character? Rainbow he is told Boy. Potter Gold. Potter ah. Gold. If you'd taken my recommendations and watched The Flash, you would know that he is the secret identity of Firestorm mm-hmm. when he merges with Doctor Martin Stein. Oh. Ah. Did you just spoil? <laughs> that's how it happened in the comic books in the 1970s. No. I don't think okay. I'm spoiling. No, no, that's okay. Okay. Hamlet dies. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you monster! I was only after Act Three. All right, <laughs> two two more I've been to go. It episode by episode. <laughs> two more to go. Uh, Midge Mitchell. Midge is the name of uh, uh, what? Uh, what's it? Moose's girlfriend in Archie. But I didn't know if she had a last name or not. Midge. 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 Archie. Oh, Moose's girl. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh. The, yeah, character. character, character, complete fabrication. Oh. <laughs> complete fabrication, as far as I know. And the last one from uh, the the, war- the new warriors, Carol Kalish. Carol Kalish, creator. Correct. Yes. Great. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Carol Kalish was a high-ranking, uh, well, one of the Marvel Comics executives in the uh, in in the late eighties, and sadly passed away in the early nineties. But she was largely responsible for some some really good work that Marvel Comics did. So there we are. That is the end of round two. Boom. All right. 
Andrew, how are the scores going? Kazoom! Kersploosh! <laughs> the new warriors are on 35 points, while the Social Justice League are on 27 points. Good. Excellent. Well, it's, it's certainly close. As we go into <laughs> round three, real superheroes. Oh. I'll be stating the name of some, names of some people who have real-life superpowers. After I say the name, each team must tell me what they think their power is. Whoever gets closest gets the point. The first name is Ben Underwood. What do you think his uh, superpowers or superhero equivalent would be? Writing on an old-fashioned typewriter. Or uh, (laughs) manipulating people in government to do what he wants. Mm. (laughs) Is he a real person? Uh, Yes, that's that's awesome. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, um, I'm going to need to get you a final answer. Was he a spy, perhaps? Flatulence. <laughs> ah. flat, flat flatulence? Or? He can propel himself forward <laughs> um, half a meter with every fart. I, I don't think that's a real... It, it's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> yes, Spoken with the voice of experience, yes. we go for extreme yeah. flatulence yeah. from the, the Social Justice League. Yes. Or what, is your, what is your thinking of Limbo. Ben Underwood? Limbo. A limbo champion. He can just really get low under... The worst. I was trying to. I was just trying to leave that hanging. <laughs> Let people work it out for themselves. It's. I. I, I greatly appreciate the pun, but um, no. No points to either of you. Ben Underwood lost his eyes at age three due to retinal cancer, and has since learned to navigate rollerblade and even play basketball using echolocation, making him almost a real life version of Daredevil. Awesome. Except he doesn't have ninja training, and he lives in Sacramento. Uh, All sure. right, the new warriors. What is- What is the superpower of this person? Natalia or Natasha Dimkina? That sounds gymnasty to me. Real gymnast. Limbo. She's just really limber from her gymnastics. Really, really limber. Yes. All right. And um, what was her name again? Natalia Demkina. Okay, so it's something Eastern European, and because Russia right now is experiencing all those holes that are appearing uh, throughout the Siberian tract, so she's responsible for that. Every time she walks, um, land (laughs) just goes boosh, boosh. So she stays in her house, afraid to sink her homeland. Wow, you extreme are, walking. Yeah. Extreme walking. You are really committing to the superpower part of superpower. This is, <laughs> isn't that isn't that the bit? Well, the bit is that they have real life superpowers, but not like actual massive superpowers. I have completely misconstrued this. No, um, was she the woman with the tank? No, she is. She she's a Russian woman who claims to have X-ray vision, able to see through people's bodies and diagnose with medical conditions. Wait, so she has the she has the power to, to claim, claim to have X-ray yeah, vision. Yeah, I, like, I have I like that power too. <laughs> See, Jeff, what? I like how the man can do things and the woman claims to do things. I just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, some people are dubious, but in some tests she has been able to correctly identify tumours or medical conditions in a group of people. Ooh. Yeah, but dogs can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when a human can do it, it's... If you had power. said power, the power of dogs, then I would have given so, you so far, So far we've had something Dog dogs can do. do and something dolphins can do. Bats. And yes. Bats. But these are people that people. These are people. People. So we're, people we're catching up. Quasi powers. <laughs> yes. We're evolving. All right. Well, this is a power that neither dogs nor cats nor bats can do. I'll right. give you that clue. All right. Shoelace tying. <laughs> I think they technically got it. correct. 
technically correct. No, the, the next person uh, for the new Warriors is Liu Thao Lin. Oh, um, I, uh, I'm just not limbo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, is it magnetism? It is actually magnetism. Woo! Well done. Hey. Yes. This Malaysian man can stick up to 36 kilograms of metal to his skin and has even pulled a car with this ability. However, scientists have found no actual magnetic field in his body, body but have determined really <laughs> that his skin has high levels of friction, yeah. providing a suction effect, which his three grandchildren have shown the same ability. Ooh. So he's got, like, Spider-Man fingers. Yeah. But All over. can he weld a dog to himself? <laughs> <laughs> if it's a every, metal dog. Every time he tries to pet the dog. Like, yeah. oh, come on! <laughs> yeah, it makes Monopoly really, really hard. <laughs> So he's apparently he's a, quite a ladies' man because they find him attractive. Hey. Well, he did pull a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Slow burn. Slow burn. <laughs> Social Justice League. Uh, yes. Shakuntala Devi. Oh. She can speak to zombies. <laughs> Speaking to zombies. Uh, New warriors. Not? Telepathy. Claims to have telepathy. <laughs> now she's a, uh, a a human calculator born in India with the power to do incredibly complex equations in her head. During a test at the University of Berkeley, she was asked to accurately calculate the cube root of sixty one million six hundred twenty nine thousand eight hundred seventy five and the seventh root of one hundred seventy million eight hundred fifty nine thousand three hundred seventy five. She answered both correctly with flying colours. Four. <laughs> No one can be no. bothered checking. <laughs> so the secret is, though, that she just read the mind of the person with the calculator. Yeah. She's actually psychic. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Seventh root. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> the last one in this round is Gary Turner. <laughs> Gary Turner. Um, didn't he have the ability to leave Take That? <laughs> Not quite, no. <laughs> Gary Turner has got the uh, largest, oh, oh, the largest, largest vinyl collection in the southern hemisphere. Uh, he, can, he can make cars go really fast. He puts them into Gary Turner overdrive. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll, gi- I'll give you a clue. This is the last one. I want to end on a high. His, they call him Gary Stretch Turner. Oh, he can uh, he can Stretch. grow up to four inches. <laughs> His penis can, <laughs> like vertically. He can gr- he can make himself grow. Okay, and um, new warriors. Ah, he's got like super stretchy skin. Like, yeah, he can pull it out like, like, all the way. Yeah, got, like, that, that is correct. <laughs> he has uh, the rare condition of Ellis Dan's. Danslow syndrome. He can stretch the skin of his body. Uh, his stomach skin can be pulled over 15 centimetres out and he can lift the skin from his neck over his lower jaw. Mr. Fantastic? Not quite. Elastic Man? Maybe. Creepy? Yes. <laughs> yes. Alright. Well, that was a, a reasonably ill-advised round on my part. <laughs> Congratulations to both teams. Andrew, what are the scores now? Uh, Shazam! <laughs> Bathroom. <laughs> the current is that just a different are... way of pronouncing bathroom? <laughs> That's an actual comics onomatopoeia, by the way. Was it spelt bathroom? Yes. <laughs> uh, the new warriors are on forty-five points, while the social justice league are on thirty-two points. Oh, catching Ooh. up. Catching up. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right, we come now to the round called Total Reboot. Mm. 
Mm. Who is the sponsor of this round, Andrew? Tired after a hard day fighting sentinels and traveling through time? Davos Pools and More has a brand new spa pool in a relaxing pinkish purple. Human or mutant, you'll feel like you're 30 years younger with Davos Fuchsia Spas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. The listeners at home cannot see the grin on my face. You know that bit at the end of X-Men where like, everyone like disintegrates into little bits? Yes. That's what it felt like hearing that. <laughs> Jeff, I think the grin on your face is so big they can see it from space. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right, in total reboot, uh, each team will be given the title of an existing superhero film. They then have to create a trailer for a complete reboot which has nothing to do with the original superhero property. For instance, if they were given the title Iron Man, they might pitch a movie about a guy who has to, cl- has to press his shirt or, has, or someone who has to go on a massive New Zealand cross-country race. Understand it? Maybe not? We'll see how it goes. All right. New Warriors, you can go first. Please roll your D20. Ooh. Uh, six. Six. All right. You are doing a total reboot for a movie entitled Watchmen. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you bored of watching women? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go with in a quiet New York borough, a lonely watchmaker sits behind his desk. Tinkering, tinkering always with the watches that's around him. Ding a ling a ling ling. A man comes into the shop. He watches him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I told you I didn't work for you anymore. I need you to wind this clock. I'm out of the game. Out of the game for good. Time to get back into it. Time, wrist time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm happy being a bystander now. I don't want to take part in the hurly-burly world of winding watches. You can't just watch this from the sidelines. You've got to get into it. (laughs) All right, but there's one thing that I need you to do. What? Listen to my heart. Tick, 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 tick. Can you hear that? It's like you've got a clock in your heart. I do! I'm... Not just a man. (laughs) I'm a watchman! Mm. Excellent. Lovely. Remember Uh, that, dear (laughs) women. Can I I just point out that uh, that the watchman did actually have a watchmaker in it? Okay, forget we said it. John Osterman was was trying to repair watches. Both. We'll, we'll go back to the one where he watches men. Yeah, yeah. it's way less creepy. Noted, noted, noted. <laughs> so, all right, uh, social justice league. Please yeah, roll yeah, your yeah, roll your die. Well, you you guys have a good have a good one, though. <laughs> like we won't be looking for small flaws. <laughs> Eleven. You will be pitching a complete reboot of Spawn. <laughs> Spawn. Spawn. It's a marvelous world. It's amazing. It's the ocean. A small frog jumps along the beach looking for fresh water. And over 
time we see this frog evolve. <laughs> the salt water is having a strange effect on it. <laughs> yes, and immediately he's picking up picked up by a Russian grandmaster champion. And is taught the intricate art of chess. <laughs> Come with me. I'll teach you everything that I know about how to play the chess. <laughs> the, you see, this this one here looks like a castle. It's rook. This one here looks like a pointy thing with the ball on the top. It's bishop. And this one here, this spawn. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. That was actually perfect. No complaints. <laughs> All right. So, um, audience, I'll let you decide uh, which, which movie you would more want to see. Would you... <laughs> <laughs> if you would like Frog to see a movie about a man who is also a watch, please applaud now. <laughs> if you would like to see a movie about a chess-playing frog, please applaud now. The, uh, the Social Justice League just has the edge. They get the point. Whoa! Wonderful. We are now going into the final round. Ooh. This is the Defend a Supervillain or Prosecute a Hero round. Andrew Todd, what is our sponsor for this round? Boom! Ka- kabloom! Spash! <laughs> the... Wait, wait, are we doing sponsors or scores? I'm asking for a sponsor, but give us the scores. Let us know what we're going into. <laughs> Uh, the score update. The new Warriors are on 49 points, but the Social Justice League have caught up with 51 points. Oh. As for the sponsor, yes. the Wayne Foundation supports a variety of community programs, feeding the homeless, affordable housing, substance abuse programs, and education programs for at-risk youth. The Wayne Foundation, fighting crime the sensible way. <laughs> All right, idea, really boring comment. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, but really beneficial. <laughs> All right, so social justice warriors, you are uh, you have the choice of going first or second. Do you want to defend a supervillain or prosecute a hero? Let's prosecute it. Yeah, let's prosecute a hero. Let's prosecute. You're going to prosecute a hero. All yeah. right then. You have uh, you have a, a limited amount of time to plead the case against Wonder Woman. Oh. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we hear that uh, the women in society are maligned, they're, they're put down, uh, and that Wonder Woman has used this as her excuse to come out with, uh, with her range of uh, peacekeeping, my inverted commas, uh, and justice, my inverted commas again, ladies and gentlemen, tactics. <clears throat> if someone prepares for war, are they not seeking it? A whole generation, a whole tribe of people dedicated to the only thing they know, warrioring. (laughs) Invisible planes? What kind of technology is she hiding from us? That's right. If she can make her planes invisible, what else can she make invisible? And what else could she make invisible that she chooses not to? She says she comes in peace. Yet, she is the only hero who has snapped the neck 
of a government official. She has killed where all other heroes have stopped at that line. Wonder Woman is a murderess. Let me ask you this. It's the correct term! <laughs> if Wonder Woman comes to you in the guise of world peace and universal harmony, why is she so overtly clad in the colours and emblems of the United States? Mm. Closing statements? Ladies and gentlemen, after all this, I put it to you that here is a woman who you really have to wonder about. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much, Social Justice Warrior. Yes. All right, Social Justice League putting a compelling case uh, against Wonder Woman. Now, um, New Warriors, you are defending a supervillain. I would like you to defend Doctor Doom. Oh. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we would first of all like to remind you that our client remains here out of courtesy, for he does have diplomatic immunity, being the head of a state. Yes, the state of the noble country of Latveria. Uh... Dr. Victor Von Doom, and not the moniker that is labelled upon him in the American and other Western press, is a <laughs> hero, a leader, a man who has saved his country, lifted it from barbarism into a shining realm where technology and magic are welded together into a perfect society. Now, he's been accused of committing various amusing eccentricity, eccentricities? Yes. Eccentricities. Eccentricities. <laughs> There's a, there's a, you see, it's, it's just, it's very simple. He's actually completely innocent, but people have been confused because he seems to be the exact amalgamation of Darth Vader and Shredder from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> we blame it on the American education system. Mm. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, wears a mask all the time. I'll tell you who wears a mask all the time. Someone who's sad. <laughs> and can someone who is sad all the time really be held accountable for their actions? This man has been tormented and abused in the press by various heroes of stretchy description. Her inverted <laughs> yes. commas. Yes, and they've been stretching the truth <laughs> about Dr. Doom. Mm. See, if you look closely at that mask, you'll see... Two rusty lines of tears. Closing statements. <laughs> Don't just Doctor Doom today. Why not Doctor Doom? <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, once again, audience, I put it to you. Uh, do you think that Wonder Woman should be locked up or should we let Doctor Doom go free? I will, I will ask you first. Do you, do you think the most, the most successful team was the Social Justice League with their prosecution of Wonder Woman? <laughs> Doctor Doom. <laughs> All right. I, be <laughs> I believe the Doctor Doom fans had it. So yes. the points oh, go to the new warriors. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> All right, so Andrew, tally up the scores. Who is our winner this evening? Bajang, splooge. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Social Justice League are on fifty-one points, but your winners are the new warriors on fifty-nine points. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> new warriors.
All right, so before we wrap things up, uh, let's hear the recommendations from each team. We'll start with our, vic- our victors, the New Warriors. What do you have to recommend? Uh, I'd like to recommend Pirates the Musical. If you're in uh, Christchurch this month, uh, every Saturday night at the Court Theatre at 10.15, we'll be doing a completely improvised uh, full-length Broadway musical about pirates. The Kind of all the information you need to know is in the title. <laughs> pirates the Musical. <laughs> I would like to recommend uh, a comic that I'm reading at the moment. I usually steer clear of monthly comics because I find them really stressful. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm really hooked on Miss Marvel. It's just so much fun. Uh, I strongly recommend it. There's two trades out now, so a great chance to catch up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to recommend Rachel and Miles Explain the X-Men because it's about time someone did, um, which is a sort of, uh, weekly or so podcast where um, Rachel Edith and Miles Stokes explain the convoluted uh, aspects, uh, continuity and plot lines of their favourite superhero soap opera. Mm. Uh, if you like folksy storytelling uh, with a Canadian twist, I would recommend The Vinyl Cafe. Stuart McLean spins beautiful stories uh, for an hour long, but there's some music as well. It's gorgeous storytelling at its finest. What, what medium is that? It's is it a, a place or is it a... It's a it's, you go to cbcradio.com and you can find the links there. Okay. Uh, I'd like to recommend a webcomic called Kill Six Billion Demons. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's about a, a young woman who gets sucked into. Oh, she gets. Uh, she receives a magical key uh, through mysterious means and is sucked into an alternate dimension of uh, gods, demons, angels, and servants. Uh, you uh, can find it at killsixbilliondemons.com. I'd like to recommend uh, an old uh, point-and-click adventure classic called Toonstruck, which um, didn't really get the, the exposure that it deserved when it was released because that was around the time that we started moving on to 3D games. Um, it stars Christopher Lloyd, um, pre-Professor Day? No, not pre-Professor Days, but with brown hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with hair. <laughs> Getting sucked into the, the cartoon world of his own creation. Um, it's got lots of classic voice actors such as Tress McNeil, Dan Castellaneta, and... Uh, Tim Curry, host of other delightful characters, and it's got some adult humour, which, replaying it recently, I did not actually notice when I was a child. So (laughs) if you played it before, it's definitely worth a replay. Excellent. And, of course, my recommendation is The Nerd Degree, which is recorded live at Orange Studios on the first Wednesday of every month and is available for downloading at nerddegree.com and also on iTunes. So subscribe, rate us, come along. We appreciate your attendance. And that's it from us. Thank you very much for coming. Excelsior! Andrew, do I dare ask who our sponsor is for this round? I don't even understand this one, Jeffrey. (laughs) JL International Imports. Our cars are pretty good, from gold boosters to blue beetles. (laughs) Excellent. Yes, you get me. All right. guy in the audience. Great. Some of the jokes I write for you, most of them I write for me. 